Willis Welcome to the Fade Route. With DNZ. Here are your hosts. DNZ. Episode of the Fade Route with D and Z. I am D, and we've got a great show for you tonight. We're going to discuss the busted NCAA brackets, Devontae Adams to the Raiders, and Matt Ryan to the Colts. But we'll begin today's show with the trade that made he- trade that made headlines today between the Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Dolphins are sending a 2022 first round pick second round pick and a fourth round pick plus plus fourth and sixth round picks in 2023 for the six-time pro bowler and nfl champion tyree kill the dolphins and jets were trying to get hill for the last couple of days when the chiefs realized they were not going to be able to sign hill long term after the trade was made the dolphins extended hill making him the highest paid wide receiver in nfl z i have to ask you which team do you think got better? Well, first and foremost, holy shit. Five draft picks and a $120 million contract extension. Who could have seen this coming? Like, I, you would not in a million years have seen this coming. And a lot of people were caught off guard by this. You gotta say that long term, long term the Chiefs are in a better position. They get the picks, and they don't necessarily even need to use those picks. They can turn around, they can use them and maneuver them with the rest of the draft, other draft capital, and they can improve their lots in other areas. But in the short term, you know, Miami gets the player. And what a player they get. They're going to pair him with... They're going to pair him with Cedric Wilson. They're going to pair him with Mostert. They're going to pair him with Chase Edmonds. They have Jalen Waddle. They have Mike Gesicki. I mean, they're a quarterback away. Right? And this is a commitment to Tua Tungavailoa. They're saying that, you know... No excuses, buddy. Like, this is your time. But... I gotta say, like seeing both positions, like long term, I would rather be the Chiefs than the Dolphins because I still have, if I'm the Chiefs, I still have my guy at quarterback. Yeah, I couldn't pay Tyreek Hill, but I already brought in Juju Smith-Schuster. I have Nicole Hardman. This draft class is deep. I can sign other guys and I can develop other guys who can be just as good as Tyreek Hill. Because let's not bury the lead here. Tyreek Hill wasn't exactly a, a high draft pick. So fifth, fifth round pick. Fifth round pick. Exactly. You can find studs. You absolutely can find studs. So, like, I like... I think, just, I think Justin Jefferson was a second round pick. Yeah. I mean, just, you don't, for, you know, yeah. just for comparison. You don't have to go, you know, you don't have to get a lottery pick in order to find value. And 
you know, I'm sticking with the Chiefs. I have a feeling that they know exactly what they're doing and they knew exactly who to market Tyreek Hill to. Yes. Oh, Justin Justin Jefferson was a first-round pick, but he was late. Um, five picks is a lot. Uh, Miami had it. They had the picks to do this. So I think next year, so I think this year, they're just going to have a third of and a fourth because they gave them a fourth, but they had two fourths. Mm-hmm. So they, they have it. I disagree with you when you say they're a quarterback away because I don't think it's the case. I do think their offensive line needs some work. I know they did sign, uh, I think, Armstead from the Saints, but he's a guy that's injured a lot. He's very good. He's great. He's borderline great tackle or guard or whatever he is, but I I think they need a little bit more on the offensive line. Defensively, their defensive backfield's pretty straight. Their line's okay. I think they need better linebackers. Um... I do think it's a, to. I think the Miami Dolphins said to themselves, "We need to arm ourselves." All right, if we're going to go to battle in the AFC, uh, we're going to be taking on the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Bills, the Raiders, the Broncos. We need to arm ourselves, and this is how we're going to arm ourselves. We're going to go out there and we're going to get one of the top five wide receivers in the game. We already are. We believe in Tua. We drafted him, even though he was hurt. He had a terrible first year. We stuck with him. He's our guy. We went and got Waddle. We went and got Mostert. We went and got Chase Edmonds. We're ready to compete uh, with the Bills for the championship in the AFC. And, oh, yeah, the Jets are trying to get Hill, too. Oh, okay, we'll extend Hill. We're going to extend you. We're going to give you more draft picks than the Jets are going to give you. So, yeah, he's coming here. He's not going to your team. So, and on the Chiefs side, gotta be honest, I think this is a good move for the Chiefs because we were talking about in the production meeting. It's like they wanted to sign Hill long term. We have so much money tied up in Pat Mahomes. We can't give this much money to you, but you're worth a lot. You were a fifth round pick. I think I know two teams that were gonna give us four or five picks for you. Let me just get on the phone. I know two teams that are willing to do this today. I'll be right back. Got two suckers on the phone. I'm not. When I say suckers, I mean in the sense that I I think they are more than this guy away. And we talked about in the production meeting. As good as Tariq Hill is, I just don't know how he's going to fit in an offense that can't throw the ball downfield and that is making strides to be more of a running team. So, I if, if, if you're asking me who did better today, I think the Miami Dolphins are a better team today than they were yesterday. But I think the Chiefs are in a much better position. Well, let's look at the immediate future, right? Because that AFC West is a wild, wild West. I'm going to sign in the AFC West soon. <laughs> <But> <laughs> He's you- signing there. Right, you look at it. Everybody, everybody's, everybody in, everybody's worth anything is signing there. Khalil Mack just got traded there. J.C. Jackson got traded. It got signed with the Chargers. You're looking at the Devontae Adams trade. Russ Wilson. Russell Wilson. And yes, the Chiefs. You know, Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory went to the Broncos. The the Chiefs got worse with this move and bringing yeah. Juju, bringing Juju in. Like, you know I am not the biggest Juju fan in the world. Bad Juju, bad Juju. It's bad Juju. Yes, yes. Corvette, Corvette. Get the fuck away from me. 
But, you know, like I feel like short term, they're going to take a bit of a hit they're, unless they have something else up their sleeve. Now, do they have Julio Jones? Like, I don't uh, know. It's not going to do it. It's not going to do it. And Julio should go to the Colts. And the Colts actually should have been in on trying to get Hill, right? Because they could use yeah. a true number one receiver. Like, Michael Pittman's good. He's not number one wide receiver good. Um, but the only the only thing I will say, and this is pure speculation, is if you're the Chiefs, you look at how this past year went, right? You look at how teams kind of figured you out. You you were in the AFC Championship game against the Bengals. Hill gets shut out in the second half. Mm-hmm. Teams play six cups. Teams are dropping six players in coverage on you, right? You look at the raid. The Raiders go and get you know Adams. You look at how the Chargers uh, they go and get Khalil Mack. They go get J.C. Jackson, right? You look at the Broncos. They go get Randy Gregory. You're like, okay, wait a minute. Teams are building up to stop our passing game. What could we do? Let's become a possession running team, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, we don't. We, yeah, we're, we can throw the ball 30 times a game if we have to. We're going to run the football. We're going to become more dedicated to run. We're going to get a possession receiver like Juju. Mikul Hardman's going to be our deep route guy. We're going to go draft the, the fastest, best wide receiver we can get in the draft this year. And we're going to change the way we run our offense and the way we play football. I believe Matt Nagy is back down there as a quarterback coach. I, <laughs> yes, he it's, is. It's laughable, but I that's what I'm starting to think. Because let's be real. You can't drop back 30, 40 times a game against the Chargers anymore. No. Sorry. Boza, Mac, JC Jackson. No, no. It's not happening, guys. Uh, so you're going to have to find other ways to win the ball, win, win games. Avoid messy accidents. Get better stopping power with your brake pads. Callahan brake pads. You never know when you'll be driving in the road and there will be a truck tire that you need to avoid and save your family. Callahan Auto. We really care about what's under your hood. Another team that's looking to find new ways to win games is the Cleveland Browns. Watson to the Browns for a massive hole. Another massive hole for this time for a quarterback. Did the Browns give up too much for Deshaun Watson? So you're looking at the 2022, 2023, and 2024 first-round picks, along with a fourth round in this year's draft, a third-round pick in next year's draft, a fourth-round pick in the 2024 draft. If he's able to play this year, Deshaun Watson, he needs to get this team on his back and get them to at least... The conference title game in order to justify this. This is a huge, huge haul for the Texans. And the Browns end up getting Watson and they got a negligible sixth round pick. But it's neither here nor there. 
you gotta, you know, you gotta make sure, and you have to think that this, he's free and clear of all of the criminal issues now that everything's in civil court. But who's he throwing the ball to? That's my question. Yeah. Juice is gone. And I believe Njoku's still there, but Njoku, they've been trying to get rid of Njoku since they drafted him. Uh, Peoples Jones, I think, is there. Well, they franchised. I believe they franchised Njoku, so he's definitely not going anywhere. Until the next time they, they're rumored to trade him. But, um, you know, the rumors are Odell Beckham is willing to come back to Cleveland now that Deshaun Watson is going to be their primary signal caller. Uh, I mean... The Texans are in a firm rebuild. It's very telling that the Texans did not want Baker Mayfield back in the trade to at least be a stopgap. So either they believe in Davis Mills or they just really didn't want to touch Baker Mayfield with the 10-foot pole. It's another one. Like, short-term Watson, long-term, I gotta I gotta like what the Texans are doing here. You know, they're, they're in it for the rebuild. They didn't re- They didn't do the necessary things when they had Whitney Merciless and J.J. Watt. They didn't make the moves to rebuild when they should have. So now they're paying the price for it. And also they're paying the price for the fact that Bill O'Brien's an idiot. I, I, I don't know. I, I got I to gotta go short-term Cleveland, long-term Houston again. Yeah, so... Uh... <sighs> a lot it's a lot I mean my first my first thing I thought about when I heard this was yikes like Watson's coming off the year of not playing football right mm-hmm. he also got into a situation in Houston where he decided even though Houston made him the highest their highest paid player he got in a situation with Houston where he decided he wasn't going to play for them anymore how do we know this isn't going to happen again with the Browns um, the you Browns, don't. the Browns are are set, or they're trying to really like win now. But I mean, like you alluded to it, they need to get better wide receiver. They need some defensive line help. But you are assuming that Cleveland, you 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 you're by making this move, right? You're trying to say that the reason why we didn't win last year was because Baker Mayfield was our quarterback. Right? That's what they're trying to say. They're trying to say, we have everything we need. We don't need these picks. We don't need these players. We don't need... We need Deshaun Watson. He's the person that's going to help us win this division, bring us to the championship. And I don't think that's the case. I mean, listen, I don't think Baker Mayfield's great, but don't make him the scapegoat. Don't try to say you didn't win because of him. And that's what this is saying. Because you're telling me you couldn't win with him. Now, the interesting thing is, is we have all these allegations, right? And it looks like there's not going to be there's not going to be any charges, okay? No. Now, the NFL still has to decide what they're going to do. Now, it would be interesting to me if they don't suspend him this year. They let things play out because they still don't know how the courts are going to decide and what the women are going to say and how this is all going to fold out. And they don't suspend him until next year when it actually will affect his pocket. Because if he gets suspended this year, it's not going to affect his pocket. It'll affect his pocket if they suspend him next year. And then it's like you're going to have 
Baker Mayfield backing up Deshaun Watson? Is that <laughs> is that even possible? And it's funny, you know, we you, you said it. Houston's like, nah, nah, we don't we don't need Baker Mayfield. We're good. We're good. Apparently, the Panthers put out a statement that they weren't interested in Baker Mayfield, and for some reason, Baker Mayfield and his camp decided to say, we're not interested in going to Carolina. Well, what? Nobody asked you. <laughs> Nobody asked you if you were interested in going there. Uh, it's it, it's unbelievable how we see Tariq Hill go for five picks. He was a fifth round pick. You see Deshaun Watson go for all these picks, and Baker Mayfield can't get a phone call. Like nobody's interested. Nobody's interested in Baker Mayfield. I just read from from a website where the Steelers. The Steelers said if Baker's cut, they'll take him. Otherwise, they're not taking him. So they only want him if the Browns are going to pay him. I just, it's unbelievable how the bottom has fallen out on this guy who won in Cleveland. He won games. Like, I think his, he has a, he's a, I think he's got a 29 and 31 record. Not great. He's got a decent touchdown to interception ratio. I want to say, I want to say he's like, I want to say he's got like 30 more touchdowns and interceptions, something like that. But dude, like nobody wants you. That's bad. It's a bad look. It's definitely a bad look. And you know, a lot of a lot of the acrimony in Cleveland was due to the relationships or lack thereof between Baker Mayfield and his teammates. Go back to the Duke Johnson thing where Duke Johnson was mentioned, you know, when he said uh, either you're on the train or you're not. Like, that, you're on the train or get off it. Like, something to paraphrase that. And it's like, you know, that rah-rah shit doesn't work in the pros. The rah-rah shit works in college because nobody gets paid. Now, people are getting paid in college. So it's not even going to work in college anymore. But, you know, Baker Mayfield is one of those guys that is going to rub you the wrong way. Because... He is, he's a chesty player. He was a walk-on at two schools. So it's one of those things that, you know, he's got a chip on his shoulder. And he's not going to, he's not going to lose that chip for anybody. And he's going to have to do, he's going to have to do a Trubisky rehab. He's going to have to go for a year or he's going to have to suck it up in Cleveland and be the team guy and get his shot through somebody getting hurt or somebody getting cut or something like that and then rebuild his value in the clubhouse as well as on the field. Yeah, I mean, I went on record saying it. I thought he played his last game in Cleveland last year. I really did. And it's just because we, we've, we've found out who he is. Like, he's undersized. He doesn't have the arm strength. He's tremendously slow for, for a small quarterback. And he's, he's not a number one pick overall. He's like a three of... He's like a third-round pick or a fourth-round pick. He's not the Josh Allen. He's not the Deshaun Watson. He's not what it looks like the Justin Herberts or the Pat Mahomes. He's not that guy. Um, I just I don't I don't know where he goes. I don't know what the market for him is now. Do you love brownies? Of course you love brownies. But you know what's better than a brownie? A delicious, handcrafted, gourmet brownie delivered right to your doorstep. That's what our guys at Sweet Life Brownie Co. offer. Chef Tommy D and the crew offer a dozen delicious delights that you will crave. From the classic OB, to Dutch Apple, to Campfire S'mores, and many more. 
Check out their website, sweetlifebrownieco.com, for their Friday brownie drops. At noon, their site goes live, and you see what they're making. Since you're there, become a site member and earn points. You earn 50 points just by signing up. Make sure you follow them on Instagram and Facebook, too, at sweetlifebrownie underscore co for the latest updates and their latest releases and creations. That's sweetlifebrownieco.com. Give them a call, 845-641-3043, and tell them D&Z sent you. That's sweetlifebrownieco.com, 845-641-3043. Sweet Life Brownie Co., because there's always room for a brownie. One place he's definitely not going is to Indianapolis, who finally listened to me and went and traded for Matt Ryan. I I am curious to know if you think Indy is an instant Super Bowl contender now because they have Matt Ryan. <laughs> you got it right. So congratulations to you. I'm just crushing it, man. Yeah. I'm just crushing it. GM of the year right here. There you go. You're making it happen. However... No, Matt, Matt Ryan. Sorry, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. That's all I gotta say. It's Matt Ryan. Like, no. Sorry. Never has been said so much about someone who's just thoroughly mediocre. A sixty-five and a half percent completion percentage. He's only one twenty and one oh two. Let's you know. Let's not make it out like he's the greatest winner of all time. Oh, he took Carson Wentz's number. That was stupid. Well, you know, it's the kiss of death right there. Couldn't even take Andrew Lux because that's 12. That would have been Yeah, exactly. Because I think he was 12 in college. It's it's one of those things that I don't think that, you know, like I told you, Matt Ryan's value is shot. Like, if you traded him, (laughs) if you traded him off the Super Bowl, you would have gotten so much more than a third-round pick. What did I say in a production meeting? He's worth a fourth, maybe a third. And boom, he went for a third-round pick. In the grand scheme of things, they should have just... The Colts should have just waited a year, sucked, like start Jacoby Brissett, whatever, and then trade for Matt Ryan and not give up everything that they gave up to get Carson Wentz. So it's one of those things that, you know, it ends up being another reset. And frankly, Matt Ryan... For one, he's, what, his mid-30s? This is only a short-term thing. You're not going, you're not, I mean, you're not developing Matt Ryan. Like, this team is a, theoretically, a win-now team. They'll find a way to muck it up because that's what the Colts do. I mean, as long as they play the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're going to muck it up. And I don't necessarily think they got better. Like, they didn't get appreciably better at the quarterback position. They got older. Well, I disagree. I think 100% this makes the Colts title contenders. And I want to throw some things out here to you, okay? Mm -hmm. In the two years that Matt Ryan actually had a competent coach calling plays for him, Mr. Kyle Shanahan, and I don't like Kyle Shanahan, but I do think he's a competent play caller. Matt Ryan went to the Super Bowl 
and won an MVP. And he has 13 straight seasons of 20-plus touchdown passes. He's averaging a 98 passer rating the last six years. Two other, Another player that is averaging the same as that, Tom Brady. If you look at Matt Stafford's line last year, I believe it was 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. And Matt Stafford's line his last year in Detroit, very close to the same. Brady went to the Bucks, won a Super Bowl. Matt Stafford went to the Rams, won a Super Bowl. Okay? A lot of people are saying Matt Ryan is done. And I hope he can prove them wrong. Indy can run the ball and play defense. They probably just need a wide receiver. The good thing about Matt Ryan is if he's proven in his career, if you protect him and give him time, he makes the right play. He gets the ball to the right player. They And all Indy needs is that quarterback. Look at how far they went with Phillip Rivers. Look at how far they almost went with Carson Wentz. I mean, they were... They were in the driver's seat the last two games of the season, and they just happened to lose those games, really, because of because of Wentz. I think the marriage of Matt Ryan and Frank Wright will be a beautiful thing, and I think they'll they'll they they're not gonna shit the, that division is shit. What are they gonna beat the Jaguars, the Titans, and uh, what's that other trash team they gotta play down there? Uh, they'll be fine. So that's my that's that's my two cents. The Houston uh, Texans. The the only problem with Matt Ryan, the only number that kind of hurts him, is his average. His average per completion has gone down every year the last couple of years. That hurts him. And that's a byproduct of him getting old. Yeah, you know that's yeah, and it, he's kind of a statue. Too. Yeah. Like, but I mean, Brady is at this point also. Um, but I mean, there's no reason why they can't get the wild card or at least win the division. I mean, Matt Ryan's a good player. Well, R- Matt Ryan is just good enough to get you beat. Just <laughs> like Carson Wentz, just like Phillip Rivers, the last good quarterback they had knew knew the writing was on the wall and got the hell out of Dodge, and that was Andrew Luck. So. Matt Ryan is going to... He may very well get you a wild card. The problem is, you're going up against the Patriots. You're going up against the Raiders. You're going up against the Broncos. You're going up against the Chiefs. This, you know, you're going up against... If, if they get wide receivers for Deshaun Watson, you're going up against the Browns, the Ravens. There are only so many spots in this game of musical chairs... And I don't think Matt Ryan is good enough to secure a spot for the Colts. I mean, even with Jonathan Taylor running down everybody's throat, I just don't think that he's going to get the job done. He needs more weapons. He needs more weapons. More weapons. So you're saying he needs to, that? What about the defense? The defense bail him out at all? Is the fact that the deep, they have a top five defense? They have a top five offensive line. They probably have arguably the best running back in football right now. Does that mean nothing? He still needs that one guy to yes. put them over the top. Yes. Yes. And that's why they should go get Julio. That's why they should go get Julio, or they should trade for a wide receiver. Um, I know it sounds terrible, but uh, Antonio Brown, I mean, right? I, 
why not? Like, at least we know how good he is. It's going to be devastating there. At this point, I think he's radioactive. I doubt. I, I doubt teams will touch him after how it ended in Tampa Bay. I get that he's productive. And he's productive when he's on the field and he has his head on straight. But when was the last time Antonio Brown had his head on straight? Two years yeah. ago? Yeah. That's a problem. He hasn't really yeah. had his head on straight since he left Pittsburgh. Yeah. Are you in need of air care, maintenance, or service? I have the company for you. Air Care Technicians. They service the Westchester and Northern Bronx area and can help you with all your heating and cooling maintenance and service needs. Just give them a call at 914-315-1547. Again, that's 914-315-1547. Or shoot them an email at aircaretechnicians at gmail.com. These guys are the real deal as they are veteran-owned, licensed, and insured. Make sure to tell them that DNZ sent you. Now that we are going round and round and round on this quarterback and NFL trade carousel, it's a game of musical chairs, really. And once this game of musical chairs stops, where are Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G going to be? Because we still haven't even touched on Jimmy G yet. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I think what happened with Jimmy G, and I think we talked about this in the production meeting, is just, I think their asking price was just too high. I do think they got phone calls for Jimmy G. You can't tell me the Colts didn't call them. You can't tell me that the, the Carolina Panthers didn't call them. Um, and I think the the this the shoulder surgery hurt his value and the 49ers just didn't want to hear it i think ultimately jimmy g gets cut by the 49ers and jimmy g goes to oakland new england or houston i think that's that might that's what will happen and the only way that doesn't happen see we're all we're all assuming like jimmy g was told hey jimmy we're gonna trade you wink wink but maybe it's more or less like at the end, at all, come August 28th, they go, hey, Jimmy, listen, we're going to trade you before the deadline. Like, stay here, play here, be Trey Lance's backup. At some point, somebody's going to come calling for you, and we will make sure to facilitate that trade. Because if you try to trade him now, you're not getting value for him. I mean, not not as good as he is. And then with Baker, Baker is so, so much more complicated I just, I just don't think there's a market for him, and I, and I don't, and I don't think there's going to be one. A Seattle could happen, right? Mm-hmm. I think, I think he, he, I'm pretty sure Baker is from Texas, so Dallas could happen. Carolina's out, Houston's out, maybe the Cardinals get involved, but I, I really don't know. And not even Washington. Washington went and got Wentz. They don't even need a guy. No, Washington's three deep. If you yeah, t- if you take Fitzy into account, right? They don't need a guy. Sorry, sorry, buddy. Like, <laughs> if anything, the best spot for Baker Mayfield, where he's almost guaranteed to play, is Atlanta, because Marcus Mariota is due for an injury. If he's your starter, he's due to get hurt. Right, That's- but I think uh, from what it looks like with Atlanta, they're like, we're gonna sign this guy to a cheap two two year deal. 
I think that I thought it was actually a really good move by them because the Arthur, uh, the, the offensive coordinator there, mm-hmm. Arthur, Arthur Smith. Smith he was the offensive coordinator when uh, Mariota was in Tennessee. So he knows what he's capable of. And it's just like, listen, this division is winnable. I mean, really, anybody could win it. To say that Brady's going to run away with it, it's not at all true. I mean, anybody could really win it. And even even the Saints, the Saints went and signed Winston, who's coming off of an ACL tear. They'd rather have Wilson coming They'd rather have um, Jameis Winston coming off of an ACL tear than have Baker Mayfield. Like, wow. Like, wow. I mean, it's, it's very telling. That's it is, very, a, yeah. is absolutely telling. But you know what? That's also a testament to how much Jameis Winston's kind of cleaned up his act. And he's actually kind of found a home down there. But Well, let's be real. He was always a, he was always a thrower. He's a thrower. I mean, he could throw... Jameis Winston can throw the ball. He may make bad mistakes but he can throw the rock baker mayfield can't he doesn't have that arm talent well he doesn't have the arm talent but what he does have he's got a lot of you know it's the intangible factor right it's like you're saying baker mayfield's got intangibles really would you in terms of grit and determination i would rather go with the he's tough He's a tough He's son tough. of a bitch. He's tough. He's certainly tough. And he talk and he'll talk. He runs his mouth. He certainly does. Yeah. But I, I don't consider those intangible things. I, it's absolutely an intangible thing. Because if we look at the things that are tangible, some of them are actually working against our quarterbacks. Like, we like to talk about James Winston's arm talent. Fantastic. What's going on between the years? Now he seems to have cleaned that up years after the fact, but for the first few years, not great. Marcus Mariota, the injury bug. Like, that's that's the thing. If you're able to kind of cut back on the hits that Baker Mayfield takes, he'll give you a spark. He will definitely give you a spark. And you're, if you go to the right situation, Baker Mayfield will definitely get burned. Now... A team like Seattle that's going nowhere fast, I don't necessarily think that he's going to end up there. Jimmy might end up there if he gets cut. No. Possibly. Not in division. Not in division. Yeah, I've got to I've got to imagine Josh McDaniels is going to want Jimmy or or New England. I I I know they uh, New England has Mac Jones, but you know, you always love Jimmy and you're going to get him for the cheap. Like you're going to be able to sign him to whatever you want to sign him to. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I, I don't think that I think that ship has sailed for a, a lot of this. Like, maybe. I mean, Derek Carr is also coming off a playoff uh, playoff season. So oh, I doubt give me a break. They were the last team in and they were there. So what's your point? <laughs> what is your point? They made the playoffs. Actually, they were seated higher than New England, if you remember. Yeah. So, uh, again, I, I said what I said. But I think, you know, they're not, they made this move for Devontae Adams to placate Derek Carr. And also, what's, since we didn't bring him up, we, we barely touched on Devontae Adams. Like, what situation's better? Like, the Raiders with Adams or the Dolphins with Hill? Uh, I would, that's, that's a good question. Um, 
I would say the Raiders because I do think Derek Carr is a better downfield thrower than Tua. And I do think Derek Carr can make all the throws. And I believe in Josh McDaniels as a play caller and an offense developer. And I, I actually like Mike. I think Mike Daniels is the name of the Dolphins head coach. I think he's a good coach. I think he'll actually be very confident down there. But if you're asking me, like, you know, who I have more faith in, it'd be the guy who's got, like, what, four or five rings? <laughs> I mean, I think it's a more complete team as well. Plus, they added Chandler Jones. So that's a that's a pretty big get for the Raiders. I definitely like I like their chances more than I do the Dolphins right now. And yeah. I, I really think that I mean bottom line. I don't believe I don't believe in Tua. I don't I believe in the players around Tua and I believe in the, their coach. But I don't believe I don't believe in Tua. I don't believe in You can't believe in Tua. Absolutely absolutely not. But you know who you can believe in? Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. He Matt Olson was traded to Atlanta. Freddie Freeman says, okay, I'm going to go to the Dodgers. Six years, 120-something million bucks. And then the head-scratcher of all head-scratchers to me, Carlos Correa, to the Twins. Three years, a little over 100 million bucks. What's going to be the bigger free agent move? I mean, the Twins... The twins need to figure out like what they're doing. Like, what are you? Mm. What are you guys trying to do? Like, you trade away Barrios and Donaldson, and then you go and let Nelson Cruz walk. But then you go and sign Correa to essentially a one-year deal. If we really read the fine print of the whole thing, yeah, there are multiple like, opt-outs. Yeah, like he's got an opt-out after the first year. So, are you are you trying to win or are you trying to lose? Like, you do you want to be the Cleveland Indians or do you want to be the Houston Astros? Like, I'm just. I'm just very confused there. And as for the bigger move, I think it's Freeman. I mean, they got him for less than Chris Bryant. Another contract that does not make sense, that Chris Bryant contract. Uh, for I mean, Freddie's a former MVP, reigning World Series champion. He's he's in a lineup with Smith, Betts, Muncie, Turner, Cody Bellinger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The rich get preposterously richer. That is for sure. And it pushes Cody Bellinger out of the infield. So it moves Max Muncy over to second base. So it improves your defense. I mean, I like the Freddie Freeman move. Like, surpri- Chipper, I mean, Jones, Chipper Jones was mad about it. He said he's going to talk to Freddie. I was like, what, what are you mad about? There's nothing to talk about. There's so, nothing to talk about. Let the guy go. Like, he, he wasn't going to give them a hometown discount. He didn't have to give them a hometown discount. He won the World Series. He won an MVP. Go, man. Go be a Dodger. Go be Mr. Dodger for all I care. Yeah. Hope I wish you nothing but the best. Everyone, all the Braves fans are like, oh, man, I hope it doesn't work out. I hope he can. What? That's terrible to say. Let it, I hope he has yeah. a great career for the Dodgers. Just don't beat us in the NLCS and then we're all good. Right, well, that's the thing, though. I mean, <laughs> we, got Austin, we got Austin Riley. We got Austin Riley. Like, we got Matt Olsen. We got Acuna. Who is from Ozel. Atlanta? Osuna's coming back. Like, who cares? Like, I love Freddie, but it's okay, man. I don't understand why Larry is all butthurt. I'm really? Be He's all upset about it. Like, yeah. let him go. Yeah. I mean, Freddie Freeman has had a... He's had a wonderful career as a Brave. At the end of the day... He may have been a brave, but he's not an Atlantic. Matt Olson is a—he's a local. 
he's also not a moron. Like, why would I go back here? Like, you guys don't want to pay me. You don't want to be that long. I'm going to go somewhere where they got a ton of money to pay people like me. Like, whatever. But let's talk, talk more about the Correa thing. I mean, I, I Obviously, just, Taylor's thinking, I don't know what the hell he's thinking. I mean, I kind of get why he didn't sign with the Yankees. And I kind of get why he didn't sign with the Red Sox. But I thought he would go to the – I thought, well, I guess he wouldn't go to the Tigers because they already got um, El Mago. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I Or the Blue Jays. I thought maybe the Blue Jays would get involved. I was just very surprised. Like, why not just go back to Houston? Like, why why sign – why not just go back to Houston on a one-year deal or a three-year deal at opt-out? Like, you're telling me they weren't going to give that to you? I'm pretty sure they would have given that to him. Well, the one thing um, that happens is that eventually he's going to circle back to Houston because he's going to end up like Marvin Gonzalez. He signed that big deal with the Twins, got DFA'd, and then bounced around back to the Astros. And now he's in a in minor league camp with the Yankees. But as far as this goes, it doesn't make a lot of sense from the standpoint of what is going on in Minnesota, right? You sold off Barrios. You bring in Gio Urshela and Gary Sanchez. Terrible. You brought in Sonny Gray. Trash. You signed Carlos Correa. Are you signing assets just to trade them at the deadline? Is that what's going on here? Because, I don't know. You, you call me crazy, but if you kept Barrios and then made these other trades, that team would look a heck of a lot better. Because you have the stud. You have the stud pitcher. And frankly, we've seen Sonny Gray. We saw him with the Yankees. We saw him in Oakland. We've seen him with Cincinnati. I mean, he's going to thrive in a small market. I get that. But Who, is Correa? he? No, 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 no. Sonny Gray. Oh, oh but, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that, Car- that, that fits him. Yeah, yeah, he's well suited for that. But he's not going to make up for what Jose Barrios left you. You could have been a contender with Barrios and Gray. But with Correa, you're you're paying. Not, I mean, you're you're getting you got a little bit of a discount there. So take what you can from it. He's not good enough to carry your team. He's not good enough to overcome the Gary Sanchez hitting 169 and leading the league in strikeouts. You're not going to overcome Gio Urshela's 248. You're not going to overcome Byron Buxton being on the DL, the IL, again. Because Byron Byron Buxton is perpetually on the IL. So it's a head-scratcher to me. And I I don't know. But, I mean, obviously Freddie Freeman fits better because that team is so deep that they could hit Freddie Freeman eighth. It really wouldn't matter. But Carlos Correa, he's going to have to perform. And he's going to have to perform big time on, on that stage. can't help but smile when you see a balloon. The simplest occasion is a party. Westchester Pop Stars, located in New Rochelle, New York, offers balloon styling and decor for all life's events. Birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, showers, school and corporate events, store openings, or just because. Westchester Pop Stars takes balloons and shapes them into works of art, creating decorative installations for your special occasions. No event is too big or too small, and their custom personalization service is top-notch. Westchester Pop Stars is a private studio, quickly expanding. 
in-person consultation is by appointment only, send an email to westchesterpopstars at gmail.com for more information or to schedule an appointment. No need to hire an event stylist. All you need is balloons. Currently servicing Westchester, Putnam, New York City, and Connecticut. To find Westchester pop stars, search for them on Instagram, Facebook, or Google. And speaking of the stage, right? The national championship is upon us. We are in Sweet 16 time. How's your bracket holding up? Oh, it's done. It's done. It's broken. It's destroyed. It's in the garbage. It's good. It's got my brackets on. I always, I always said to win a bracket challenge, you needed five of the eight elite eight, and really all four of the final four teams to survive the first weekend. And that clearly wasn't the case for me. Um, you know, I, I would say that, you know, my biggest takeaway from the tournament so far was just how bad Jabari Smith played. I thought he was one of, gonna be one of the best players in the tournament. And I know he's a freshman, but he just played awful. I mean, 10 points, 3 for 16 from the field, and 1 from and and 1 for 8 from 3. Like that's just that's just not going to get it done. Uh, you can't you can't win games like that. And the second story would be, hey man, St. Peter's from Jersey City. You know, winning some games. Um, they're they're this year Cinderella. A lot of people want to say it's Iowa State because they were two and twenty-two last year. But come on, stop! Like that's not the. This is a MAC team, you know. Uh, next up, they have a big game against Purdue, which they can definitely compete, and then Purdue could definitely compete for a championship. So we'll see how far they can go. Totally. Uh, as of right now, pick route twenty-two. If you guys signed up on ESPN.com's tournament challenge. Right now, Long Island Mike is in the lead. So, good for Shocker. Mike. Yeah. He's uh, picking at 91.6%. So, good Damn. for Yeah. So, what is his magic sauce? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> he's, in, he's in the 91st percentile. Meanwhile, you know, not too bad. I mean, I'm still alive. I still got Arizona. So, we're good on that. And the auto draft, they're still alive too because of Gonzaga. But um, what's most surprising besides the fact that St. Peter's knocked off Kentucky because, you know, it's St. Peter's knocking off Kentucky, is that Baylor is out so early. Out of the number one seeds, I wouldn't have picked Baylor to go out first. Last week, like I said, I'm earmarking Kansas, like because Kansas always exits early. And so far, they're proving me wrong. You know, uh, another another kind of story is that, you know, Houston is still in there. Houston's playing well. They draw Arizona. We're going to see if Arizona is going to be stymied by their defense or if they're going to, you know, if they're going to rise to the occasion. Michigan, after doing so poorly, Michigan's now in in a good spot. They're taking on Villanova. Can they beat Villanova? Probably. They absolutely, I mean, they're in it. They definitely can. And UCLA is back in again. I'm looking at Iowa State, Miami. Like that is a very interesting matchup. You wouldn't necessarily have a 10 seed versus an 11 seed. That's proof that this year was totally wide open, and it kind of supports our initial argument that no one, you know, no one was good enough this year to bubble up and run away with it. 
it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Providence knocked off Kansas and they made a, a deeper run into this. So, you know, right now, we are in for a heck of a ride going forward. And it's interesting to see. It'll definitely be interesting to see if, you know, if Duke is able to make it through. That's one storyline. UNC is still in it. And who would have thought that? He, they didn't have a great year at all. And Iowa State, who knows? Iowa State went from two to two for twenty-two to two and twenty-two to end the Sweet Sixteen. So this is wide open and is redefining. It is certainly redefining March Madness. Need a little inspiration in the kitchen? Want to try something new? Or maybe you just need a new YouTube cooking show to binge? Well, I have the answer for all three. As You Eat It, hosted by me, Z. I invite you into my home and show you methods designed to empower and inspire you in the kitchen. Cook how you want to cook. Eat how you want to eat. Eat as you eat it. That's As You Eat It, available only on YouTube. A-Z, you eat it. Check it out and let's get cooking. More or less. All right, boys and girls. We have a topic. And it's either more likely or less likely that this will happen. More or less. Number one. Tom Brady will eventually be an NFL owner when his career ends. Nah, I mean, this comes out because there are rumors of Sean Payton taking the Dolphins head coaching job and then Tom Brady was going to become part of owner, part owner of the team. I'm going to say less likely. I, I don't, a lot of people say there's a lot of truth to that story. I don't think there's any truth to it. I don't see it. I think when Tom's career is over, he's just going to step away from football. I don't think he has any interest in being a front office guy. He's got his his bougie brand of uh, clothing that he's trying to put out there and his his uh, his uh, pliability method. So I think he's got other things in the in the in the line. I think diversified his portfolio as far as what he wants to do with the rest of his days. But, you know, I'm going I'm going more likely he'll be an owner from the simple fact that he's not going to have to get his hands dirty, right? Like, when we look at players who have become front office guys, one of the best, John Lynch. One of the worst, John Elway. So we need to look and kind of see where, you know, where Tom Brady's talent evaluation skills lie. It's If it's somewhere in between, he would be fine in a front office role because uh, reading an article, he very much wanted to be Derek Jeter. You know, he wanted to have that uh, Derek. Hang on, before you moan and groan, I, I know I spoke the name of, but you know, it, it's one of those things that, you know, Jeter had that part ownership stake, but then he also had that front office management role 
And I don't know. I just think that Brady is too self-aware of his legacy. And I think he wouldn't be able to handle or he wouldn't want to deal with the fact that he might have failed at something. And there are more there are more failed superstar front office people than there are success, you know? John, John Lynch, it's a it's a rarity. You know, Ozzie Newsome, like that's that's kind of the rarity. More more often than not, you're getting the guy who crashes and burns because he thinks he's looking for himself. And he can't seem to find himself. Tom Brady, I think, would be more inclined not to get his hands dirty and would accept more of an ownership role and have somebody else get the dirt on their hands. More or less, number two. Dame Lillard has played his last game as a Portland Trailblazer. I mean, it should be more likely... uh... You know, he, he just he talks so much about staying there and ending his career there. It's just like, dude, this just this isn't the road they're going down. Like, it just didn't pan out. I mean, you guys had Lamarcus Aldridge all those years, and it just it never it never came to fruition. Um, it would be wise for the organization to trade him in the off season and move on. So I'm gonna say more likely. I'm going to say more likely as well. And frankly, it's not his choice. You know, he he wants to stay there. He's under contract. They're going to move him. That's just how it's going to be. You know, he it's it's admirable that he wants to stay in the organization that took a chance on him and all that. But at the end of the day, it's a business. And they are going to move on from him. Even though, career, he's averaging almost 25 and 7. Which are fantastic numbers. But, you have to realize, you have to realize, that the best days of Dame Lillard are probably behind him. He's got to go to the right situation, and he's not going to be able to single-handedly resurrect this Portland Trailblazers team. Now, you want to maximize his value and you want to send him to a spot that you're going to get a good haul from him. For him, I should say. And as usual, who's the first team that comes up with everybody who's who has a name? Of course, the New York Knicks. It's always going to be the case because Brooklyn can't take anymore. Like Brooklyn, they, they can't take any more stars. I, I don't think they have the room. But of course, it's going to be one of those. It's going to end up being the rumor mill is going to start that he's going to end up on the Knicks. And, you know, would he be a fit? It depends on what they're willing to give up. And with a, a guy who's coming off an abdominal surgery, playing fewer than 30 games. I don't know. I, I'm I'm definitely hesitant to, you know, give up what they're asking for for a superstar player, you know, because look at what happened this year with Russell Westbrook. You're on the back end of your career. 
Now all of a sudden you gave up all this capital and it was a colossal failure. There's an there's a huge element of risk. And I don't know if teams are going to be willing to make that risk. Or they're not going to be willing to uh, take that risk. Is your hair thinning or is your hairline receding? Scalp micropigmentation will fill in the areas where your hair is missing by creating a short buzz cut look. Micropigmentation is a non-invasive procedure that will create the illusion of hair follicles for 7 to 10 years. For people with alopecia, this could be a permanent fix. For people with scars on their scalp, this is a great way to camouflage a scar. Don't lose confidence or feel like you need to wear a hat wherever you go. Marquez Studio is located in the Bronx and is open for all your scalp micropigmentation needs. Consultations are free and appointments can be made any day of the week. Get your hairline back with scalp micropigmentation. The techs at Marquez Studio have over 30 years of hair cutting experience and can assist you with all of your questions. Call to schedule a consultation today, 646-221-8728. You can also visit them on Instagram at Bronx Marquez to see their gallery and view all their satisfied customers. Again, that is Marquez Studio, located in the Bronx, New York, 646-221-8728. The Fade Store presents the Alleged Superstar of the Week Award. All right, boys and girls, you know what time it is. You know it. You love it. It is time for the Alleged Superstar of the Week. Here's how it goes. We put up the poll after the show on our Twitter page at FadeRouteDNZ. You go there, and you vote. It's as simple as that. And your votes tell us who takes home the ass for the week. And do you know who took home the ass last week, D? I don't. It is one MLS Cup Championship Team NYCFC for their postage stamp sized championship banner that was held up with zip ties (laughs) I was there at Yankee Stadium this past weekend with my girl and we were looking for the banner we were looking for it couldn't find it it was just too small maybe if I got a telescope it would have helped but who are your nominees for the alleged superstar of the week award Okay, so first up, if Zion Williamson has not played all season because of a bad foot and decided to post a video of throwing an alley-oop to himself off of the backboard. Not sure if this was to show up, you know, management or the Pelicans, but dude, come on, man. You can't be doing that. Get on the court, start playing, and that's the, the kind of videos that we want to see. Number two, Cleveland Browns trading a ton of draft picks. And extending a player that did not play last year and has sexual misconduct allegations against him. This is a bad look for Cleveland. I don't know anybody that has a positive outlook on Deshaun Watson playing for this franchise. But Cleveland Browns front office, you are my alleged superstars of the week. And last and certainly so disappointing is Chris Bryant. 
one of my favorite baseball players, former MVP, World Series champion, signs a long-term contract with the Colorado Rockies. Come on. Oh, AKA career suicide. You can you your career is pretty much over. Like, dude, what were you thinking? Chris Bryant, you are my alleged superstar of the week. How about you, Z? Who? I forgot him already. Oh, so disappointing. Lost in the Rockies. Unbelievable. So, for me, the first one I'm looking at, the Vegas Golden Knights. You've made so many positive steps. You went from expansion team in the cup final to perennial contender. Now, you're not checking the paperwork on your players. Evgeny Dadanov had claws. So where do you send him? You send him to one of the teams that he was on his limited no trade clause. Now you traded him to the Ducks. The trade got voided. So he can now go anywhere. You can trade him anywhere. The problem is the trade deadline's passed. What do you do? You totally mucked this up. So now you got to make nice for the guy you didn't want. And... Frankly, this whole situation is all kinds of fucked up, and it's all your fault. Vegas Golden Knights, you are my alleged superstar of the week, Aaron Hicks. Making an appearance on the R2C2 podcast with Ryan Rucco and CC Sabathia, friends of the show, acquaintances of the show, really, saying the Yankees need to have a little fuck you in them this year. That is very rich. Coming from the guy that was hurt before the ink dried on his contract. A little fuck you? You've been saying fuck you to the fans for about, what, three years now? Aaron Hicks, you are my alleged superstar of the week. And last but not least, Yusef Nurkic. What are you doing? You took a fan's phone in Indianapolis and you tossed it? Talk about being fan-friendly. That interactive experience that we like to go for when we are, you know, sitting courtside. Yeah, let, let me just grab a fan's phone and just casually toss it away. Because, what, you're being heckled? Is your skin that thin? Come on, Nurkic, you're better than that. Yusef Nurkic, you are my alleged superstar of the week. We've said our piece, ladies and gentlemen. Time for you to go to our Twitter page and vote. And for all of our nominees today. Just do better. Just do better. podcast has its own merch line now go to the fade store with dnz.com today for all your fade route merch needs i'm talking tank tops t-shirts sweatshirts like yoga pants we got those too like some cool accessories we got those too and we're not done yet we have so much more planned for you but check out what we have today at the fade store with dnz.com that's the fade store with dnz.com
Order up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to order up. Order up, order up. This week, we are ordering up the top five NFL free agent signings so far. From five to one, who you got, D? All right, uh, so I started off with number five, Von Miller to Buffalo. Bills get a two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, to rush the passer, something they will need in something they're going to need in the quarterback studded AFC. Number four, uh, debatable. I put Allen Robinson, and the reason is the dollar amount did not really make sense for me for a guy that only made one touchdown catch last year. He destroyed people's fantasy teams, but I think he will succeed with Stafford and company. I think he's going to be a solid number two for them. Number three just happened today. Uh, Leonard Fournette, three years, $20 million deal with the Bucks, Over 1,000 total yards and 10 touchdowns last season in only 14 games. Former first-round pick. He's only 27 years old. I think it was the right move there. He gets he, he understands the offense. He plays very well with Brady. Catches the ball out of the backfield. Uh, Ronald Jones is pretty much done now. Uh, number two, J.C. Jackson. Chargers defense. They're building a bully. Chargers get a top-five corner. To go with Boza, Khalil Mack, and the defensive line to slow down the Kansas City offense. I mean, that's why they went and got it. And number one is kind of a, it's kind of a package here. I got Alex Kappa, Ted Karras, and Lyle Hollins, uh, all offensive um, linemen. The Bengals b- picked up uh, this offseason. They're building a solid offense to protect their best asset. What is your order up, Z? I am very surprised. I, I am as high as you were on Mitchell Trubisky. I am very surprised that he is not on your list. He's not. He's that is not. That is very interesting. But for and me, and I love him. I love him. I love Mitch. I love him. I mean, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be solid for the Steelers. But I gotta say, he's not on mine either. So. For number five, you know, I'm looking at Allen Robinson as well. It's a good pickup. There's no guarantee Odell Beckham is coming back. They traded Robert Woods. And I think that having his presence there alongside Cooper Cup is going to keep the train rolling in L.A. Number four, Vaughn Miller. You know, he rushes the passer. He's smart. He's a veteran. He's going to add to that Buffalo Bills team, and he's going to he's going to greatly improve that defense. Number three, Chandler Jones to the Raiders. Like Chandler Jones is a beast, and yes, they lost Yannick Ngakwe. They traded Yannick Ngakwe to the Colts, and they brought back Rocky Sin, but. In terms of replacing Yannick Ngakwe, I actually think that Chandler Jones is a better player and is going to perform better. Number two, take your pick. Take your pick of those linemen that you already mentioned for the Cincinnati Bengals. Like As a unit, their goal is to make sure that Joe Burrow stays alive. If Joe Burrow stays alive, 
the Bengals will be a perennial contender for years to come. But it is on them, particularly particularly Collins. Collins is the best of the bunch of that group. And for me, number one, J.C. Jackson. Yeah. J.C. Jackson alongside Derwin James. Like, that's a no-fly zone. You've just created a no-fly zone with the Chargers. And anytime you can get the best player at a given position, you've won. And J.C. Jackson is easily one of the, if not the best, one of the best corners in the game. And now it's on Brandon Staley not to mess this thing up. Good luck, Coach. This has been the Fade Route with DNZ. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Catch our podcast Wednesday nights on Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next time, stay faded, everyone. Time for us to run the go route, but we'll talk to you next week. If you want to get on the action, we want to hear from you. Hit us up at Fade Route Podcast on IG. Fade route mail at gmail.com or slide in our DMs at Twitter at Fade Route DNZ. Questions, comments, picks, segment suggestions, you name it. We want to hear from you. Get at us, in crowd. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Rate us five stars. Leave us a review. Turn on subscription notifications and tell your friends. Spread the word. Spread it wide.